The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What a world! Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Radio. It's your humble host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, March 23rd, 2023. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy and i want to remind you that the ocho is presented to you by our friends at righteous felon craft jerky the jerky that helps fuel our dallas cowboys those dallas cowboys who are having an incredible offseason that is correct righteous felon jerky and biltong are available for cowboys players at the ford center training facility each two ounce bag of jerky has 16 to 20 grams of protein biltong 32 and each meat stick appropriately has ocho grams of protein if it's good enough for the cowboys it has got to be good enough for you as well righteous felon uses locally sourced all natural black angus beef and prides itself on superior quality revolutionary branding and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offering they just launched a new flavor by the way go to righteousfelon.com if you want to see it and if you get something use discount code btb15 at checkout to get 15 percent off of your order that is righteousfelon.com discount code btb15 at checkout to get 15 percent off of your order all right Full disclosure, it's been a busy week, all right? There's a lot going on. These Cowboys, they won't let us chill, all right? <laughs> it's It's been crazy. It's been hectic. I haven't been behind the mic, um, you know, as much as I normally am. I wasn't on the roundtable this week. Great job uh, by the whole crew. It was wonderful. I loved it. I was not there. And then this week on the NFC's mixtape, as Brandon and I were recording it, and that was, you know, going to be my opportunity to kind of reflect on everything the Cowboys have done. Um, the Cowboys signed Ronald Jones. And so I had to, you know, do a few different things and, and kind of get some things done. And that's just kind of the way the sausage gets made around here. Um, but so that sort of distracted me, as you well know, if you listen to that episode. And I'm not going to go through every single thing the Cowboys have done in free agency because we have multiple shows that come out every single day here on the podcast network, which is one of the many reasons you should subscribe totally free stuff subscribe to the blog and the boys podcast network wherever you get your podcast leave a rating write a review those things really help us out um but but i do have one one thought that i've kind of been thinking about and um i wanted i wanted to write about it so i did um this um this episode is accessible within the article it's going out on thursday morning over at our site um as the Cowboys have been doing all this and i don't know a Cowboys fan that is upset i i really can't find one now 
I think that there are some Cowboys fans who are, um, you know, a little bit picky right now, saying why, you know, Ronald Jones, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Ronald Jones' contract, by the way, is a, a steal. And that's what, I mean, we'll get there. But my point is, like, th- this is this is really just kind of, you know, picking at the fine details. If you are really bothered to any degree by what the Cowboys have done, because the Cowboys have clearly heard our cries. They listened to us. They heard us. They let it marinate like all the new food, all the new meats and my new pellet grill. Thank you to everybody who sent me recipes. I'm I'm graduating I, the week of the Masters. I'm going to tell you all right now so I can be held accountable. I'm going to do a pulled pork for the first time. I'm doing a pulled pork the week of the Masters. I am so pumped about it. So if you have pulled pork recipes specifically, hit me up, Twitter, Instagram, at rjochoa. Best place, probably Instagram DMs. Um, but on TikTok, rj.ochoa. If you want, email rj.ochoa at sbnation.com. But so they've heard our cries. But something I was thinking about is they've also heard the cries of themselves. Now, themselves means the Cowboys front office hearing the cries of the Cowboys players. So I was thinking, you know, kind of about this subject as I was walking the dog. Shout out to little bear who's curled up by my feet right now. And I was thinking back to when C.D. Lamb was on the Around the NFL podcast. In case you missed this, uh, by the way, listen to the Around the NFL podcast. They're the best. They're the goats when it comes to NFL podcasting. Uh, this was back in the week of the Super Bowl when, you know, C.D., Micah, Dak, everybody was kind of doing the uh, the radio row car wash cd was on the around the nfl podcast and he was asked what the cowboys would have to do as a group to take the next step obviously with Dak prescott uh, in order to reach the super bowl because that week it was all about you know everybody comparing themselves to the chiefs and the eagles because they were in that game Um, but this was cd's quote he said you've got to surround him straight like that look at the eagles they've got three receivers great tight end group they run the ball well O-line is very phenomenal. You look at San Fran. Granted, the Niners had obviously lost the title game but beat the Cowboys. But continuing, they've got, they surrounded their quarterback. You get success ultimately. I mean, granted, we've got just as, as many weapons, but that extra player or that one, all it takes is one. You can be so close in that to the Super Bowl that they can be a deciding factor. So I feel like just keeping him comfortable in the pocket, just keeping him surrounded with whatever as far production, should I say, and you've got to stay healthy. This was a really political answer from CD. Obviously, he wasn't going to come out and be like, yeah, you know, this person stinks. This person's bad. We don't need this person. We need this person, right? CD's a, a team player and a good guy in that sense. But the Cowboys listened, right? And CD wasn't alone. I just happened to read that quote, but Micah, like I said, did the Radio Row car wash and, and kind of talked about how the Cowboys had to add somebody. Micah Parsons has been advocating for all sorts of players all over Twitter, right? Anytime any player is available, Micah's tweeting at them, hey, come join the Cowboys, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the Cowboys have heard that. I think that's notable. And I'm not here to to be like super conspiracy theorist, but I don't, I, I'm at least willing to say that the the impact that the players and their, um, you know, their disposition, I, I think the impact is is a non-zero quantity, is my, is my point. I, I'm not saying that the Cowboys front office was going to totally chill this offseason and that the fact that CeeDee Lane went on the Around the NFL podcast completely changed their mind, but I, I do think that it is more than a zero factor as far as what happened. All your top players are coming out doing all these big shows, all these big appearances, and they're telling everybody, they're telling the whole NFL world how you have to do your job. And it's been more than just us at this point, right? Like, we're just Dallas Cowboys fans. We're sitting here on podcasts or on the internet blogging and tweeting and whatever, and we're saying, you know, in a fun, foolish way, tagging and Dallas Cowboys on Twitter saying, you need to do this, you need to do that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
that's a whole different thing than CeeDee Lamb or Micah Parsons or Michael Gallup or Dak Prescott or whoever the case may be saying it in a public forum. And I really give the players a lot of credit for this. I, again, I'm not saying that, that, it's, that this was the catalyst. That's not my point. But I do think that it was a factor because the Cowboys have added that one piece, right? Brandon Cooks is that one piece on offense, right? And yeah, I think it's important to, to mention that Michael Gallup will hopefully be better coming off uh, or not coming off immediately of the injury the way he was a year ago. Stephon Gilmore is that one piece. And I love that. I love that the Cowboys are beyond a disposition of we're good. No, the Cowboys are Adam Driver in Star Wars. More, more, more. We want Brandon Cooks. We want Stephon Gilmore. We want Ronald Jones. We're not going to settle. And I know Ronald Jones is whatever, but to come back to this subject, because that was the first one. I saw a lot of people like, oh, this is the first move that I'm I'm really not in love with. And I'm not going to stand on the table and tell you that like, oh, the Cowboys signing Ronald Jones makes them a Super Bowl contender all of a sudden. I think they are a Super Bowl contender, but not because of that. But if you're upset that the Cowboys signed Ronald Jones to a vet minimum deal, dude, that's the thing. Like, he doesn't have to come in and carry the team. A, a lot of people were comparing this to Alfred Morris. That, that is just it's it's that's complaining just to complain in my mind. Ronald Jones joins a backfield that has Tony Pollard, Malik Davis, Rico Dattle as of this week. I mean, sure, like you never know where carries are going to go. You have no idea what an NFL season is going to bring. And so if you're bringing all these contracts, and shout out to ESPN's Todd Archer, he's always first with the contract details. I mean, all these dudes are cheap are efficient as far as financial acquisition is concerned i mean they make sense in every way shape or form and you look at the departures i mean look i, I don't have any bad words to say about what who the players the cow excuse me the players the cowboys have let walk but they did not overpay and i think in the past the cowboys and this is a point that that many people have made and it's a very good one but the cowboys would have gotten emotionally attached they were obviously emotionally connected to zeke elliott but they would have gotten emotionally attached to noah brown they would have gotten emotionally attached to dalton schultz because they grew up obviously through the cowboy system and they would have paid them because that's what the cowboys have done in the past but the cowboys are past that the cowboys are finally at at long last operating in a non-emotional way and I don't mean to sit here and say you shouldn't care about people's feelings but this is about building the best football team this is about maximizing your odds this is about excuse the cliche winning a championship winning a trophy winning a Super Bowl and the Cowboys every move the Cowboys have made and this will cause people to roll their eyes but it's fine but every move the Cowboys have made to me is them acting like they want to win the Super Bowl and I know that sounds stupid right like every team on some level wants to win the Super Bowl, but the Cowboys are treating this like it is the goal, like it is the plan, like it is what they are striving towards. They are building and building and building. People have accused the Cowboys in the past, and I'm not saying everybody connected to the organization, but people have accused them of only caring about financial gain, you know, they will be at the top of the Forbes list when they do their, you know, franchise rankings of all professional sports teams. And people have accused the Cowboys of only caring about that. And fine, look, if you want to be the most valuable team in the world, sure, cool, but win, right? <laughs> like that's we we care about that too. And so the Cowboys are are acting like a team that is obsessed with winning. And that is a really exciting thing. That is the team that I want to root for. I will always root for the Cowboys, right? Like, no matter what. And, and I know you're right there with me. We'll root no matter what. We have signed up for seasons that looked really bad. Last year was a prime example of that. And it really turned out great, obviously. And, you know, was bitter in terms of the exact way that it ended. But they are acting like this is a serious venture. They are treating it like a serious venture. And it might not work out, right? In fact, it probably won't, right? <laughs> right? Like, if I told you right now, 
now, today, as I record this, uh, it's 8.15 on Wednesday, the 22nd Central Standard Time. If I told you right now, I'll give you the Cowboys or the field to win the Super Bowl, who would you take? You would be a fool <laughs> to take the Cowboys, right? You would be a fool to take any one team. I mean, maybe you would take the Chiefs, right? Like, that's the, the most logical argument versus the field. But you would be silly to take the Cowboys. But the Cowboys, I think, have we've talked so much about how they have to become this team that is, is there every year in the playoffs, in the playoffs, in the playoffs. Boom. That box has been checked. They've been a playoff team, obviously, the last two seasons, a majority of Mike McCarthy's time as the head coach. Okay, that box is checked. Now you have to become a team that's operating in a serious manner. Check. Then you have to become a team that's, you know, forward thinking and doing things that are, you know, conventionally efficient. Boom, that box is checked. They are kind of getting their ducks in a row and becoming this team that understands the way that the NFL game is played. And I don't know that there's a one thing that could serve as a setback for me. Some people have said that, you know, if they draft Bijan Robinson in the first round, that that is, is kind of a setback. That seems like a slight exaggeration to me. I, I get that point. Um, but, I, I mean, I recognize how dramatic this sounds. This is a different line of thinking. This is a different line, more specifically, of action that we are seeing from the Cowboys front office. And that is important, even if it doesn't work out. I will give them their props. I will give them their flowers because they are putting themselves in the best possible position. You can be in the best possible position. You can have a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl. Just ask the Eagles, and sometimes it does not work out. That's just the way this game goes. It's a game played with an oblong-shaped ball made out of leather. Some weird crap tends to happen. But if you do the right things, you put yourself, like I said, and have said a million times this episode already, in a position where the ball just wants to bounce your way. So kudos to the Cowboys on that front. Kudos to the Cowboys players who advocated for the front office to be aggressive, to be smart, to be efficient. Again, I think that that was at the very least a 1% factor. Um, And I'm happy to see that. I'm happy to see kind of a group synchronization, um, a group agreement on, on what they have to do because Look, I mean, I've, I've talked in, you know, Dalton Schultz left this week, obviously, um, to the Houston Texans. And, you know, in talking about that move, I, I've mentioned, and I think it's important to mention, actually, um, that Dalton Schultz was drafted just like two days or three days, whatever it was, after Jason Witten retired for the first time. And, you know, so I've made that point about Dalton Schultz and kind of talked about his unique career, whatever. But on the subject of Jason Witten, we've seen this team waste too many careers, right? Like too, too, too many very good players have have worn this uniform have have played in this building have 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 been a part of this for for more to not have happened i mean demarcus ware is headed to the hall of fame this summer and never got to an nfc title game right like the cowboys had what is objectively (laughs) one of the greatest defensive players in the history of this game and never got to a title game with him. And whether or not you believe that, you know, Jason Witten's Jason Witten's a Hall of Famer. So you're going to, you know, it, someday we're going to look back and we're going to say those teams had a Hall of Fame tight end, had a Hall of Fame pass rusher, and couldn't get to an NFC title game. And 
I don't think Tony Romo is a Hall of Famer. I don't mean to spark debate here, but they had a very good quarterback. They had elite wide receivers, or they had elite wide receiver play for most of that time. T.O. obviously early on in Romo's career. Dez obviously towards the latter end of the Romo era. They had an amazing ground game. They had, you know, Zach Martin's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Tyron Smith's going to be in the Hall of Fame. They had all this talent, and it wasn't enough. And I don't want to sit here and have those conversations about Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb and Tyron Smith again and Zach Martin again and Micah Parsons and Trayvon digs and whatever like I don't want to sit here and say that those careers were squandered and it seems like for the first time in a long time the Cowboys recognize the moment's fleetingness I don't know if that's a word of fleetingness um so I I really am quite pleased uh with what I've seen and I hope you are as well uh it's been a lot of fun to watch and and you know we joke about how it hasn't allowed us the time to kind of settle down and that's true that's a very good thing. I mean, just to quickly breeze through it, I know I said we weren't going to recap the whole thing, um, but but just so you're aware, uh, the Cowboys have brought back Tony Parr and Terrence Steele, not official, 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 but they're obviously coming back. Donovan Wilson, Leighton Vanderers, TJ Goodwin, Cooper Rush, Rico Dowdle, Dante Fowler, Tack McKinley. I have a Cooper Rush point in a moment. Um, I mean, awesome, right? <laughs> like, super awesome. The players they've let leave, I don't mean to sound harsh, but there's not one that I'm sitting here moping about Connor McGovern Luke Gifford Noah Brown Zeke Elliott Dalton Schultz Jake McQuaid sometimes that's just business and then addition Stefan Gilmore and Brandon Cooks obviously headline the group uh, Chuma Adaga you know gives you another point of flexibility along the offensive line Ronald Jones we've talked about and as of Wednesday afternoon Trent Sieg your new long snapper they are set up very well for the draft. I'm so I haven't been this excited for a draft in a very long time. I'm so excited for all of us to experience it together. We will of course be doing our live shows throughout the entire draft. Myself, various BTBers. I'm working on you know figuring some some fun stuff out. You know for for you the audience that chooses to join us live. So uh, we'll see. You know we're we're working very hard. We still have about a month to go, obviously, and uh, maybe maybe the Cowboys add more. Maybe they don't. Who knows? Right now I'm grateful. I'm happy. I'm pumped. Um, I love you, Dallas Cowboys, and I'm not afraid to say it. So I love you too, random listener, whoever you are. You're not random. You you mean a great deal to me in my heart. Um, but for now, let's let's go ahead and pack up and get out of here. All right. Remember, pulled pork recipe. If you have one, hit me up. Oh, I mentioned I had a Cooper Rush point. If you don't know, we started this off season. A, uh, a Madden franchise series over on our YouTube channel. So every Friday we drop a video and it's me. I do a lot of talking. It's kind of like a podcast with Madden happening in the background. Um, but we're playing, you know, as the Cowboys and, and controlling the roster. Last week I tried to trade for Stefan Gilmore because the Cowboys had done it already in real life and the Colts wouldn't give him up. So uh, I have three objectives this week. This is week six, I believe, of the regular season. It's Eagles week is the point. It, we're at the, at the time where Dallas visited Philadelphia. But um, I'm going to try to trade for Stefan Gilmore. I might have to cheat and like lower his rating and stuff. But at this point, I really don't care. Uh, so I'm going to try to get Stefan Gilmore. I'm going to try to get Brandon Cooks. And I haven't told anybody this, um, but I'm going to tell you right now. And obviously, some of you are going to listen to this at different times. So whatever. Um, I am going to play that game with Cooper Rush. I'm going to do it. I'm, I mean, this isn't like about Dak Prescott, but, you know, Cooper was so great. And, and obviously that game didn't go well. Um, and that was the end of the, the mini rush era. I'm going to play this game with Cooper Rush and I'm going to beat the Eagles on Madden with Cooper Rush. And maybe Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore. We'll see about that. But even if I don't get them, I'm very confident in my skills. You can watch that, like I said, um, on Friday afternoon. It'll drop over on our YouTube channel. Go subscribe there. Subscribe here, please, to the Blog and the Voice Podcast Network. I said it, but if you don't know, if you're somehow new around here or if you're not new but you don't know, every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 
we have two different shows that drop. One drops in the morning, one drops in the afternoon. So you have lots of Cowboys content. These are all different people, all different hosts, all different voices, all different opinions, discussing, talking about, analyzing the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so you get 10 shows throughout the week, weekdays. Seriously, you get 10 shows in one one spot. All you got to do is subscribe in one place. You do get a Saturday show as well. Um, and uh, you get daily updates on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from Jess Navarro's on Dallas Cowboys Daily. It's your one-stop audio shop for all things Dallas Cowboys. Please subscribe. Please leave a rating. Please write a review. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's do this thing. I mean, do you have any predictions? Do you have anything you want to say? Now's the time. Unless you're, like, in a public setting. Like, if you're, I don't know, if you're walking to class or you're, I don't know, at a coffee shop or um, you're, like, on the treadmill or something like that, like, at the gym, don't, like, scream anything out. But if you're in a position, like, what do you think the Cowboys are going to do? I'll let you go. Ready? One, two, three. Hit me. You know what? It's possible. I can't rule it out. That's a great point. I'm not, I don't totally agree with you, but I don't disagree. So I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have the greatest Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you mañana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.